just I'm not all here. Just because I didn't get my hair cut yet. <laughs> I'm scaring everybody away. <laughs> Run, Evelyn. She's going to get you. <laughs> she is a cutie pie, isn't she? <laughs> oh, she is a cutie. I'm sorry? That clock is correct. It's only five after, but. No, we're supposed to start at 10. Hey, who's up here? Well, well, we're trying to get, get, this is Father's Day. You can't believe everything that you read. That's fake news. No, and I, and things ran too long. Ryan took me aside last week and said, look, if you can't get this going earlier, he's going to take over. So. Well, we do have a birthday today. We can start that kind of stuff. If everybody looks at their back of their bulletin, Mr. Haldeman has a birthday. He's out there hiding. I guess we will have to wait. Half the, half the congregation is still out there. Y'all come in. Oh, now we can start. Are you going to do the candles? Ah, you're going to make your sister do it. Okay. Bring up the cake and ice cream downstairs. He's probably expecting a lot of presents. He is, yes. Yes. Good morning, Mel. And happy birthday. Is today your birthday? Oh, oh, it's next Saturday. It's coming Saturday. Okay. Yes, it says Saturday. Yes. Well, we'll have to do the happy birthday thing, though, <clears throat> this Sunday. Uh, Sandy and I were just talking this morning. Uh, just casually and unofficially, we're looking at starting Sunday school uh, in July. So keep that in mind. Uh, we probably would not go back to our regular classroom. We may have, uh, if John's willing, uh, with his class, we might have a class up here and a class down in the small fellowship or the gymnasium or wherever, but so that we can space out. So uh, we were looking... Yeah, yeah, I'm spaced out. So, so, so we're looking at the 12th of July, and oh, here is John. I was just—did you hear what I was saying, John? Uh, we're looking at starting Sunday school, 
uh, in July, hopefully around the 12th, that's the second Sunday of July, and then we can, instead of sitting in our small rooms, we could have larger rooms, like a class could be here, a class downstairs in the small fellowship, or the gymnasium, or something like that, but we'll work that out. We have a couple weeks to do that, but we'll see how this runs, uh, see what the governor thinks, and... Yeah, oh, see, I live in Lebanon County. You live in Lebanon County. Yeah, we're bad people. So we're being punished. So anyhow, well, I think that's the only thing we have to uh, cover. Uh, welcome back to Sandy and Karen. And yes. Mexican visit. They, wild, wild Mexican party. Yes. You'll see his sombrero in his car. <laughs> no speaking. <laughs> no comprende. Okay. Walter. I think we're going to have an opening hymn, The Church's One Foundation, number 277. Let's stand together and sing number 277. I'm not going to pass the microphone again, and uh, we'll just ask for people to speak loud, if you can, please. And uh, Christine, do you have any updates that you need to share with us? Okay, everything seems to be in order there. you hadn't been here yes last Sunday I guess it was last Sunday that uh, Bill reported that she had fallen again and cracked a rib so Mary Mary Kettering so uh, we'll keep her in our prayers uh, anyone else I didn't hear that Well, I know she when she originally fell, she had. Yes. Yes. A cracked. Okay, so it's. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of Joel, he's back with us. Yeah. Yeah. So.
stop here and he has his computer and he plugs his computer in back here and the whole thing works just I've been working and working and trying to figure out is it this wire is it the connectors is it the adapters what is it you know and I go yeah it's my computer and he says yeah dad your your computer has a um, a modified video port on it and it doesn't like to do this thing and i go ooh and he says most computers would do just fine but you got a you got a weird computer <laughs> what do i know just what he tells me what i what the next step is to and and our goal here is by july to get to get availability i'm saying this to ryan back there by July, sometime in July, to get regular use of that uh, projector on a predictable basis and uh, that uh, we, gear, we gear up for that. Um, I'm not likely to do a lot of presentation by screen for my sermons, but I would do, probably do some. And uh, uh, because that's a lot, I'll tell you what, that's a lot of work to make up, uh, make up screens for uh, a sermon. I've, I've been there and done that. Uh, but anyway, as far as so, uh, some songs, we got, we got a collection of songs. Um, we're talking about thousands, probably maybe 10,000 songs. I don't know. Uh, I got boxes and boxes of CDs. And, and this collection, we have printed music. That's for, for Walter. We got printed music for all these songs. All right, uh, the more more of a contemporary song. Anyway, uh, to, to to try to sort through that and how are we going to do that and get so we can put words up on the screen. Uh, that is within the near future, uh, our realm of possibility. All right. Uh, see anything else that I need to say today? Probably a bunch of things I will remember on the way home. And if it's real important, I'll call you. <laughs> I will be here again this week. There's a, there's a mistake in the computer. You never blame it on a person, by the way. You blame it on the computer. 
on the back of the bulletin it says, I'm preaching next week, Brian's preaching next week. All right. But we, we will be switching around a little bit during this summer. Um, just as, you know, I don't have any conferences to run off to this year, uh, at least not yet. One, one conference may be rescheduled September or October, but everything else has been canceled. So even our Bible, our Bible, um, uh, Bible Institute, Brethren Bible Institute, uh, which, which is usually at the end of July every year, that has been canceled uh, because the college says we're not, we're not going to do it. Um, that also reminds me for, uh, to ask you to pray for uh, Harold Martin. His wife Priscilla passed away this past week. Um, what a sweet couple, and boy, is he going to miss her. Uh, he, they, they were, uh, they're in a home down at Mannheim Way. Uh, Harold Martin, a, one of my favorite brethren authors, and uh, is somebody that I would trust uh, in his exposition of Scripture. Well, let's, uh, we are talking about the kingdom of God. I am talking about the kingdom of God, a better way of saying that. And uh, we have seen uh, several weeks ago, we talked about how the kingdom of God is connected to uh, Acts chapter 1 and the day of Pentecost, um, and not to miss the kingdom connection to what happened on the day of Pentecost. Um, and uh, there's a lot of connections regarding the kingdom of God uh, in the word. And so you get to Father's Day and, and you know, and you're sort of going along and you're sort of going along and, and you bump into Father's Day. I'm bumping into Father's Day. Well, what am I bumping into? If we're looking at the kingdom of God, I know what we're bumping into is the connection between the heavenly father and the kingdom. And uh, I even got a necktie that goes with this one, you know, our Father, which art in. By the way, this this is uh, identical to the tie my dad had on when uh, when we had him in the casket and we buried him. He was buried with the, a duplicate of this tie. So it's one of my. I'm very sentimental about my tie today. Uh, anyway, the the uh, let's first go to Matthew. Chapter 6, you know, that is the uh, Sermon on the Mount. And uh, notice the connection between our Father in Heaven and the Kingdom. Uh, in this passage, there is an obvious calling on our Father in Heaven. But the Kingdom, in this prayer that we pray... Uh, mentions the kingdom twice. And um, uh, let, so let's, let's sort of read, read the context a little bit. Let's, let's pick up with verse 6. And this is Jesus teaching uh, his disciples and others uh, on what is called the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, verse 6, uh, Matthew 6, 6 says, but when you pray, by the way, you, you'd better pray you're in big trouble if you don't pray. When you pray, go into your room, Old King James says closet, 
And when you have shut your door, do you have a door? Or shut it, all right? Pray to who? Your father, today's Father's Day, by the way. Today, to pray to your father who is in the secret place. Secret place. If it's secret, how many people are you telling? Uh, you, don't, you don't go blabbing, and, well, I got this secret place, because if you tell everybody, it's no longer a secret. No, your father will meet you in a secret place. And I think he says that with a twinkle in his eye. I want, he, he is saying to you and me, I want to meet you in a secret place. And then it says, your father who sees in secret, yet nobody else is around, nobody even knows you're praying. Maybe not even your family. And you're praying. Your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. This is, you know, this God, this God, our father in heaven, you know, not just say, that's something about his person. Do you know that about the personality of your heavenly father? Yeah. He, he will see it secretly and reward you openly. Verse 7 says, and when you pray, do not use vain, that's empty, reputa re <laughs> repetitions, as the heathen do, mama, 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 you know, and they get the thing going around, mama, mama, mama. No, don't do, don't do the pagan thing. No, no, don't, don't do the empty. You just say it to say it. No, no, no. What what are we talking about here? We're talking about a personal relationship with God. You and God, a personal relationship. And, and, and so just don't go to God. And, and just, you know, I, I know my family, my brothers and I, we had this, you know, all right, Jim, it's your turn to pray the blessing for the meal. And we knew the prayer he was going to pray was the same thing every time. And I did the same prayer. Carl did the same prayer. And Kirk did the same prayer. Same prayer. You know, how did we, where did this prayer come from? I have no idea where that prayer come from. But it was, you know, and we weren't thinking in terms of having a relationship with God in heaven, the one that created us and the one that had provided the food on the table, had made every molecule of every item of food on the table. You know, we do it because so mom and dad would not harass us. Now, don't do vain repetitions. Have a personal relationship with God for they think, that's the heathen, that's the pagans, they think that they will be heard for their many words. And if you can pray a prayer with faith one time and it's from your heart and you got faith that says that, that prayer said what I wanted to say. Don't feel like you have to pray the same prayer over. Now listen, to keep knocking on the door is okay. And, and what keep it, you know, so you pray for something 
And you, then you come back to it and you knock on the door again. By the way, there's some other things that I would like to add to my previous prayer. <laughs> well, do that. Go ahead and do that. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need before you ask him. Okay. Notice, the Father is looking He's looking at you. This is a relationship with you. He has created you. And this, from the Old Testament into the New Testament, we see this merciful God. All the paths of the Lord are what? Mercy and truth. And this God comes along and he looks at you and he says, yeah, this is what they really need. And so we are saying, help me, Lord. I really need you, Lord. Lord, I want you in my life. I want you to be in my life. I want you to be Lord of my life. Father in heaven, I want you to dwell in my life. And I want to have a day-by-day, moment-by-moment relationship with you. And then... Then we have this prayer. Jesus teaches this prayer in, in this manner. Therefore pray, our Father in heaven. And I notice the New King James doesn't do the which. <laughs> right there is the word which. Our Father, the old King James, which, which the brethren have tried to do. Okay. This passage is our Father which. Or you know, people say, well, that's not even good English. It ought to be who. Well, you can do who. But, but in the Greek, it is a definite, the word is a definite article. And it's saying, which? Is it your earthly father? Which one is it? Is it your earthly father or is it your heavenly father? Well, I'll tell you which one it is. This is our father which art in heaven. And then it says what? His name's holy. Hallowed or holy be your name. And if, if you don't, <laughs> the name of the Lord, the name of the Lord Jesus, the name of our Father, if, if those names are not special and tender to your heart, yeah, what have I done? I've drifted away. Have you ever drifted away? And if you drift away, the, the specialness, the hollowedness, what, what happens? There, well, there it goes. And we forget how special this name is. Verse 10 says, your kingdom come. Your will be done. Lord, I want your kingdom this is the Father's kingdom. We talk about Jesus being the king, but he is king relating to a heavenly father who is king. And a father, son, and Holy Spirit. We talked about the Holy Spirit last time. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Now where? Well, how about in your heart? It doesn't say in your heart. It says, on earth, uh, uh, old King James is, let me check. 
Yes, it's in earth as it is in heaven. On earth is, that's, uh, that, that is a, a matter of uh, uh, translator's discretion on that one. On earth as it is in heaven. Now, now here's what I ask about your heart. Is your heart on earth? <laughs> well, you know, I'm not on the far side of the moon. I must be on earth. And if my heart is on earth, Lord, I want your kingdom to come where? Not just sort of where somewhere out there. I want your kingdom to come where? in here on this earth. And then all the people I know, that they would know that his kingdom comes and that he, we have a desire to see his will be done. Verse 11 is about our daily need for food. Give us this day our daily bread. It's good to tell children when we say, Lord, thank you for the food, and they, they go, well, you went out and bought this. How, how did this come from God? Ooh, good question. When, when my daughter asked me that one night, she was probably 12, 10 or 12 years old. How did... how? How did God do this food? I said, well, let's think about that. Did God provide this food? Yes, mom went out to the grocery store and bought the food. But it really comes from God, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our, tough, tough word to translate, give us our, Forgive us our, you could say sins. The, the Episcopalians say, what do they say? And them and the Catholics, uh, trespasses. All right, well, that's okay. It's difficult to translate, that word is. Uh, I think most new translations will say sins. As we forgive those that sin against us, well, it's a little bit more longer phrase, but it's one word. Forgive our debtors. By the way, Jesus, you know, he, he goes on from the prayer and makes a point about that in the prayer. Look at this. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil. And actually that is the personage of evil, the evil one. And then it says, for yours, who, who's the yours? That's our Father in heaven. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Do these politicians think it's their, their kingdom and it's their power and their authority? I think so. And if your county doesn't do it like the governor says, he's going to punish you. Oh, uh, hey, suppose everybody in government was a Christian. Keep thinking about that. Kingdom's not going to come with a bunch of rebel, godless hearts. Well, you know, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me, with my heart. Well, okay, Lord, work, work your lordship, your kingship in here. Good place to start. Well, who, who else can I call to do that? Well, I call you to do it. We're proclaiming the kingdom this morning. Is Jesus your king? Is your heavenly father, the father in heaven, is he your king?
It's his kingdom. It's his kingdom. Power, kingdom, and the power and the glory forever. Then verse 14, if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. Yeah, you have mercy to others. And he will, he will be so glad to have mercy for you. If you refuse to give mercy to others, this is the end of Matthew uh, uh, chapter 18. Yeah, you're in big trouble, and you're in bigger trouble than you realize. Verse 15 says it again. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. He's saying, come on, I purchased your salvation. I died on the cross for you. Now, what are you doing turning around and being obnoxious? Come on. Maybe you, maybe you should be willing to lay down your life for your enemies. Hmm. He says, love your enemies. How did Jesus love his enemies? He died on the cross. That's our example. Let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 12. So uh, Mother's Day, I would never preach a sermon like this on Mother's Day, but this, this is Father's Day, and you know, men are, we're tough. <laughs> I, got, I got a good response on that. We, we, huh? <laughs> that was the rest of the family. Yeah. Look, the, the, and we, we've got to do this for the sake of our dear lady friends with uh, sisters in the church as far as the tenderness, the, the, the real, uh, the, the kissy stuff, the huggy stuff. Uh, I, I think if, if guys don't do that for the lady's sake, I, we just get in trouble, you know. But let me tell you, there, there's a side of this walking with the Lord and the kingdom of God that is not nice and fuzzy and warm and it's not that way. And this passage in Hebrews sort of goes like this. Come on, shape up. Get serious. Understand that when you don't feel good, yeah, God, God loves you just as much, maybe more, if you don't feel good as when you do feel good. And when you have a pot, you know, you, you say, well, you know, you get a positive that, oh, I know God loves me. And it's just such a, you know, I've, I have those days. I had, so once we got past Cold Valley over here where all the fog was this morning, it was uh, 65 degrees over there. By the time we get over here to Lebanon County, it's 71. And the sun's out. And I go, beautiful blue skies and green and clouds and, well, it's wonderful. Okay, well, that, that's a good feeling. But there are days that is not good feelings. You know, it's, you know, like the day that the transmission went out. Now, that was not particularly a good day. 
Yikes. I'm glad I had AAA towing. Well, this passage about our Heavenly Father, and he, it's about his kingdom and how things work in the kingdom of God is not always warm, fuzzy feelings. Okay? And so the ladies don't have to listen. This is for the guys. All right. If you, you want to turn your hearing aid down, go right ahead. All right. Uh, Hebrews chapter 12. Where, where did I mark that? Uh, verse 3. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 3. It says, For consider him, that's Jesus, who endured such hostility from sinners against himself. Do you think that felt good? I don't think that felt good. That eventually drove nails in his hands, a crown of thorns on, on, on his head, so, uh, whipped his back, all right, the hostility of sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. Well, Lord, you know, and you could say certain days, that's, that's what you do. As men, that's what we do. We get sort of down about it. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed striving against sin. Why are you bleeding? It's because I have struggled so much against sin, I'm bleeding. No, no, I've, I've never done that. <laughs> he, that's what he's saying here. And you, and you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as sons. You gotta, if you got a bad, it's more than a bad hair day. You're just having a bad day. Don't you realize that you are, that, that you are a son of God? Now here, he, and so he quotes some passages here. He says, my son, this is uh, middle of verse five, my son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord nor be discouraged when you are rebuked. That is a straight telling that what you have just done was miss it. And, and you're wrong-headed and you're headed in the wrong direction. Rebuke by him. For whom the Lord loves, he wants. Oh, he pats you on the shoulder, pats you on the back, pats you on the head. No, no. Whom the Lord loves, he chastens. Oh, yikes. So how can I tell he really loves me? Yeah, the bad day can be a sign that God loves me. Hallelujah. And scourges every son whom he receives. So here I am. This is years and years ago. But I can see it just like it happened yesterday. I'm sitting there and I hear... Crash, boom. And I go, oh no. And so I go running into the front room, and here is Samuel, and he knows he's in trouble. Samuel, what happened? Oh, well, I was, I was in here, and uh, I knocked over the lamp. Never mind, it was a lamp that my brother gave Karen and me as a wedding gift. And you know, so like irreplaceable. (laughs) 
The human side of me wanted to do what? Take my frustration out on the kid. Anybody ever done that besides me? You know, take the frustration out on the kid? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. You are not to point at your parents when we do this. I, I can remember my dad being frustrated with me. Huh? Yeah, well, that, that's pretty normal human. Now, God gave me grace that day. And we did not even discuss the broken lamp. Because I had never commanded the son, don't break the lamp. I probably should have, but that might have been a waste of my breath anyway. All right. What was the issue? That front room, the children of the house were not because we, you know, it was a parsonage and we would have people come in and, and I would have discussions with them and we wanted to keep that nice and we didn't need the kids going in there making a mess of it. So the rule of the house is, unless mom or dad are with you, you don't go in the front room. The rule is don't go in there. And so the discipline, by the way, there was appropriate discipline. I don't it'd be interesting to know if he remembers the discipline. Was not for the lamp. The issue was the commandment of Father was you don't go in that room. That was the issue. And if you would have never gone in there, guess what? You wouldn't have broken the lamp either, you know. And and so the whole point of it is what? That the chastening of the Father is to to what? It's to teach the child. Oh, and you probably need to be taught some things, you know. And the chastening of parents is to try to help you learn. Hey, I bet, I bet I had more of a problem with this than the vast majority of people in this room. And, uh, yeah, well, we, we, we got disciplined and then we got set on a chair. Like for 18 hours. That's what it seems like. That's what my own kids say. Yeah, it seems like 18 hours. You know, you you sit you sat over here, and and we go in a different room, and you sat there while other one over there. You know, and and you think about what you did, or that you didn't do. What the point is? What to try to teach, and our Father in heaven seeks to teach and to train. Our hearts regarding the kingdom and the principles of the kingdom and how this kingdom works and how his kingdom can come on earth to your heart in a way that is well-pleasing to him as a father in heaven. We should not, but the word in this passage I think is despise. Despise the chastening of the Lord? Let's look at it. Um, 
Verse 7, if you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom the father does not chasten? I mean, a father that cares, okay? Father that loves. But if you are without chastening, of which all have been become partakers, yeah, all Christians are partakers of what? Chastening from God. Then you are illegitimate and not sons. Furthermore, we have had human fathers who corrected us and we paid them respect. By the way, was my earthly father perfect in his uh, discipline? Well, no. Was I as a father, was I perfect? And, well, you know, for, nah, man. You know, and, and uh, I'm sure my children thought I was, you know, only when they got married did all of a sudden did I become really intelligent. Before that, you know, dad's really dumb, you know. <laughs> no, you know, fathers who corrected us, we paid them respect. Shall we not much more readily be in subjection to the father of spirits and live? We got an earthly father, very imperfect. Maybe some of you uh, might not even have known your father. There's a number of folks over the years that I've seen it. They said, well, I don't even know what it means to have an earthly father. Well, just bypass that whole thing and go to a father of spirits, your heavenly father. All right. In verse 10, it says, for they indeed for a few days chasten as it seemed best to them. I did my best. <laughs> yeah. Lord, you know, if my children are weird, it's probably my fault. But he, that's our Father in heaven, that's the Lord Jesus, for our profit that we may be partakers of his holiness. Oh, God, train my heart in the holiness of your kingdom and of heaven. One more verse and we close. Go back to Revelation. You just got to see that it's there. Revelation chapter 3. Revelation chapter 3, verse 19. Now, many of us know the next verse. Revelation chapter 3, verse 20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in. Uh, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. That's a kingdom verse. But this is the kingdom verse right before it, verse 19. And this I leave with you today. Take this into your heart. If you have a tough week, go back and read it again. It says, verse 19, it says, As many as I love, I rebuke, that is to exhort, correct, to set in a new direction. I rebuke and chasten. And that's a discipline word. Yeah, some kids may even need a spanking. I needed spankings, multiple spankings. I've seen children where you just look at them cross-eyed and they, they, they start bawling, you know. No, the point is teaching them. That's the point. 
Therefore, because he loves you, he rebukes you, he chastens you, therefore, be zealous. Oh, what I really want to do, what I really want to do is what? Be zealous and repent. Well, Father, how much, how much is there that we need to repent from? How much do we have to learn yet? Many of us, some of us over 70, maybe we have more, more to learn about the kingdom than what Owen does in relationship to his mom and dad. Yeah, well... We have a lot to learn. All of us have so much learned about your kingdom, Heavenly Father. Father in heaven, thank you for being a father over us. Thank you for tender feelings that come to us from you and that we, we have those tender feelings. But Lord, thank you for the times that we are chastened of the Lord. When things are just sort of on the tough side and yet in the middle of that, May we realize, yeah, God still cares, and he's trying to teach me something. Not everything comes from you, Father. Give us discernment, whether something is somebody choosing to be nasty to us or circumstances that the devil is using. The difference between that and the fact, Lord, that you are doing something to bring correction in our life. I thank you, Lord. Thank you for loving me as a son. Any, anybody that's received Jesus, new life in Christ, has a father, a loving heavenly father in heaven. Thy kingdom come, Father. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.